Welcome back to Wrong Questions Only, your politically non-binary culture peace podcast with your host, Ariel Isaac Norman. That's me. Thanks for joining me for this episode. This is the second half of a conversation that I had with my most recent ex-wife, Katie. And if you haven't listened to the first half, I highly recommend going back and doing that now, not only because it'll make the rest of this conversation make much more sense, give it context, but also because the first half was uh, super fun and entertaining. Uh, and yeah, though I had Katie on to discuss uh, dating someone who some months into the relationship started identifying as non-binary. But in the first half of the conversation, we barely even talked about that. We wound up getting off on a bunch of other really interesting and fun uh, topics. So go check that out and then join us for this half uh, where we talked about all kinds of good stuff. We talked about androgynous privilege, Elliot Page, Caitlyn Jenner, gender reveal parties, bras, non-binary top surgery ideas, Wittgenstein, uh, how her partner coming out as non-binary changed their sex life. We talked about hormone therapy and menopause and more. So I think you're really going to enjoy this episode. I am recording this, this intro uh, in Colorado. I've been away in the mountains. I would have been running, except at Wimberley Pride, I broke my toe like an idiot last weekend. So now I'm just watching other people hike and run up mountains while I enjoy the nice cold weather. No, I've been having a great time, but also my brother died a few days ago. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. Um, if you're super fat, you should probably get vaccinated. Yep. Anyway, thanks for joining me <laughs> for this podcast. It's my favorite thing in the world. Round questions only is recording podcasts in general. I just really like talking to people. It's what I do with most of my time. Anyway, enjoy Katie. She's awesome. One day I'll have intro music. Coming soon, promise. So they're not on hormones right now? No. And would, and is that a conversation you've continued to have at all? Do you? Not the hormone conversation, no. What about top surgery? Would they ever chop their boobs off? For sure. For sure. That's definitely on the on table. The block. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Uh huh. Um, if she does, or because they, there's a lot of dysphoria around the boobs, and I think that yeah. that's true of a lot of um, maybe non-binary. I mean, I have it, uh, but I also don't know if it's just I don't like my boobs. Do they I mean, like their? Is it? Is no, it, Elliot Page chopped his it, boobs off. His had to have been good. Like he looked like he had good boobs. Yeah, but if he know. if he felt like shit about him, I know but that's why I'm always wondering because again, because I'm like I don't know body dysmorphia versus gender dysphoria. What the how much of it is which or both sure. and right for myself just because right. like i feel like like my boobs aren't my favorite kind of boobs that there are in the world oh okay and so and for and you for, think if you had your ideal boobs would i be less yeah would i would i like them more even though hmm. like despite any gender idea but i also but i also know that like my boobs aren't that big and so i have small boob androgyny privilege right whereas the people who feel ray does medium, not have that right the people who feel medium gender or more but have big boobs, it's like no one is going to take you seriously in your masculinity, unfortunately, at this point right. in, in society. And no amount I mean, of binder, no one, once you like, reach a certain size of boob, no amount of binder is going to help. Comfortable, you can't breathe and whatever. And right. like, I get that, but then how about... You want to go swimming, you got to deal with... I mean, you've yeah. dealt with all this, like yeah. figuring out bathing suits and... Well, that's a nightmare, but I mean, nice I just use trans tape, you know? too. Are you got, yeah, but you have, your boobs are small enough. Right, that's true. Yeah. So it's different. Yeah, it's, exactly. And, that's, uh, and, and also I'm 5'8", you know, and I right. recognize that, like... I 
was born androgynous. I mean, mm-hmm. to the extent where it's like confusing because I always think, well, like of course people serve me now sometimes. Of, pe- of course people, you know, like whatever see see that. But even when I was five and had longer hair, you know, people are like, you a boy or a girl? And I'm like, how did how do they know? What was I even wearing or doing or walking whatever that this kid was like, you know, you a boy or sure. girl? And so I'm like, oh, right. Like, I just am androgynous. My jawline is androgynous. Mm-hmm. I am at this point in life. I'm the most androgynous height, really I mean, five eight, yeah. especially on a worldwide level. You have a lot of privilege. In, a lot of privilege. That, yeah. Right. So I know it's easy for me to say, whereas yeah. Elliot Page is five one. Like, of course, he chopped his boobs off. Right. Um, of course, he has a weird, sad haircut. That haircut is awful. Because, because I, you know, like, I've been, because now my hair's growing out. <laughs> he could have such a better, I'm but sorry. But how do you enough money to get a better get haircut? Get a better haircut, bro. But it's like, his haircut <laughs> is reflecting his mood. I'm like, maybe, you know. So can I read you something? Make it till you make it, at least, buddy. Like, put a, get a, you're, it'll make you feel better about yourself. If you, why are you, aren't you on your journey? Like, what? Uh, so the other We're day. We're about the Oprah interview for anyone who missed that. Right. But I'm sure everyone saw it. Um, the other day, my, so I'm in a group chat with my friends and, um, so the, the, the idea is now for gender reveal parties. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now the parents, uh, are given a sealed, they give a sealed envelope to someone else to learn the gender so that somebody else can throw them the party. And surprise oh, them also. Yeah, so the parents idea. are surprised. You look away from also. the ultrasound and then yeah. And then they the doctor. Yeah, they should have thought that a long thing. time ago. If you're gonna do it, do it. Do it all the way. About, you know, one parent so, gets to be surprised, or they usually both learn it and tell their friends and family. Like the friends and family don't give a shit as much as they do. So yeah, if we're doing the party, like let's watch them Oh, because then we get to publicly watch their faces as we learn if they have a boy or a girl. Right. And everyone gets to see how everyone feels about it in real time. That's a great idea. Let's put a camera on their faces. So, <laughs> right? So then their kid is scarred for life. Yeah. So what I so what I said was, family. why are we still caring about gender? <laughs> so why are we still caring about gender when it's a social construct that the kid will decide for themselves anyway? Right. Uh, dumb patriarchy. Yeah. Uh, let your daughters play football and your sons wear dresses and your non-binaries be emo and get over <laughs> yourselves. <laughs> You know, we wouldn't have to be so emo if there were more, you know, paths in life for us but to. Elliot's yeah. haircut is what made. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's <laughs> what made me think of it. But yeah, well, exactly. And he needs to go through his emo phase. He didn't get to in his teenage years, and so like I get sure. it. Sure, but um, you could get. A I mean, he's haircut. a teenager again, so that's, yeah, he's a teenager. He has to be emo. Yeah, we should also. He's probably on testosterone uh, for sure, right? Probably, but you have to take a few weeks off. Apparently, maybe a little bit of extra time for um, your top surgery. But by the time he's on Oprah, mm. he's probably back on T. So he's just got all kinds of hormones. Sure. <laughs> yeah. But the, shouldn't he not be crying anymore by now, though? Because I remember... He was still my, socialized as a female. I know, but my ex-boyfriend out. started losing the ability to cry as he was on oh, TV. Oh, is that for, right? Yeah, he was just, you know... And that's only common for a lot of trans guys. Just like trans women start crying more. It's like the hormones really do have a lot to do with that. But it also could be self-conceptions and whatever. But he's, yeah, he identifies as a little emo boy. A little demi-plush emo boy. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, how did we get onto him? Uh, about haircuts? haircuts. Oh, so my hair, but if I, oh, I've been, privilege. I've been letting my hair grow out like lately. Just I'm gonna get a haircut tomorrow, but I'm trying to like grow out the top and shave the sides so it's, it's some kind of stalker look or whatever um, that I'm experimenting with. But at the same time, I've been it, I, so I get back to to Texas to do, and I'm gonna like do my first stand up set. 
and um, the other comic on stage was started to do some crowd work. And so I'd been wondering, like, before I went on stage, I was like, how's this going to go? Because I'm going to go talk about my gender, but maybe I just look so obviously like a woman and a lesbian to people now that, that they're going to be like, huh? But, um, but the guy on stage was like, well, normally I would say, uh, sir, do you hit, hit, or whatever. And, and, but, but, uh, but like, whatever the fuck you are, how do you, you know? <laughs> and so I've been like, okay, <laughs> got it. I'm still, <laughs> that's like, that's like, uh, you know, when people didn't know how to ask about someone's like, ethnic origins yeah, yeah. so they, what, what are, are you? you yeah it's like the, the gender it's the same yeah and it's like I, I know some people get offended by that kind of stuff and i've just always been like fair question what are you know what is any of us what are there's so much sure it's an open-ended you can take it however you want my answer would be vegetable farmer yeah exactly <laughs> and like, take the opportunity if they if they meant it one way but you want to answer it another way they've given you the opportunity and that's part of i think what people are doing okay mm-hmm. they're like in case you don't want to violently out yourself about what ethnicity you are or mm-hmm. where you came from or mm-hmm. whatever if i leave the question what are you it gives you the license to say i'm from oregon i my parents are from india but etc etc right 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 so um let's see here moving on to my questions i'm gonna make a make our way through this who's more non-binary your person friend or me Oh, geez. I can also ask it, but these are two different questions. Who's more mask? Ray or me? Who's more non-binary? You're, still kind of, you're supposed to laugh. These are funny wrong questions. Oh, man. Yeah, it's, uh, that, well, see, but I'm, I'm too wrong, uh-huh. wrong to hand. notice. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I take them as serious it's questions. Just, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Um, but I do love just the question. Who's, mo- who's more non-binary? <laughs> Maybe someone else, you know. Are you calling yourself yeah. non-binarial yet? No, I've done non-binarial, but I've also done, and now I'm demi-binarial on Twitter, because I I was inspired by Demi Lovato and came out as demi-binary. Oh, I loved Ellen DeGenderless. Oh, I'm still Ellen DeGenderless on Instagram. It's just that Twitter oh. that was always they don't let you do that long of a name. Oh, got so it. Okay, I'm taking demi-binarial. But that's how I feel. I'm like I'm both binary and not binary. Is by gender such a thing? Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. But it means you're evenly split. Oh, there's always caveats on all of those gender wiki pages where they're like, um, by gender could be that you're evenly split, but it also could just be to some people it's just that you're both, and it could be two. It could be male female or man woman, but it could also be half demi plush fawn boy and half, you know, scolio <laughs> nuance. <laughs> <laughs> Apple, whatever you know. <laughs> well, there's there's emoji gender, or you can pick an emoji and that's your gender. And really, well, just according to the 14 year old who wrote it and put it on gender wiki or whatever. Great. However, that came. What's your uh, what's your gender fruit or whatever? What's your gender fruit? <laughs> yeah. What fruit Cute. represents you? And so some people, there are some people online and you'll, you could see it in like a Twitter bio or whatever, who they want you instead of using pronouns to just use like a peach emoji or a turtle or every time I want to say like he or she or they would be, I was, uh, I was talking to, you can either use their name, right? I was talking to AA question mark three or whatever their name is. And then, <laughs> or excuse me, whatever turtle's name is. Elon Musk's kid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Elon Musk's kid. What gender are they? <laughs> Their trans name is going to be interesting to see. Oh man! Because even if the, you know you don't, as says the other thing, it's like you don't have to, you shouldn't, like, you don't need to change gender to change your name. Like, 
Sure. Everyone should change their name if it's the wrong vibe. If you don't have the middle name there that works, if you don't yeah. have some, you know, you can go by your last name if that, whatever, but... Oh, sorry. And then at the same time, whether you're trans or not, if you pick a name that is not you, we should all say something. I, I, I couldn't agree more. Just like Caitlyn Jenner. It's like, bitch, that name was invented in 1989. You need to be Linda or Carol or Joyce. Absolutely. Okay. Joyce, Jen, uh, Joyce Jenner. Joyce Jenner. It's Perfect. right there. It's and you know how I found it is I went to baby names uh, uh, from 1949 when she was born. To be fair, mm -hmm. however old, how long has she been? Caitlin? Caitlin. I don't know. 20-something years? years now. No, she transitioned publicly like eight years, you know, she... Wasn't I mean, I don't know. I thought it was like around when the economy crashed, like 08 or something like that. Well, that was 13 years ago, not 20. But also, it might have been. I don't remember now. So I'm saying that was public, right? So was it subtractive pub couple years. I thought it was pretty far away. If you, well, if you, fuck, I don't let's know. pretend 15 years. Okay. So then Caitlin is 15. <laughs> you see? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so she chose a name. She chose a name that was actually appropriate. That was appropriate for the age of her new gender. Yeah. She's, and yeah, when she went through teenagehood that makes a lot of sense um right but still i just she's know. acting her age so if, speak. right and then yeah, she's <laughs> at, well she's definitely acting her age doesn't she <laughs> oh yeah. i hope she becomes the governor that's so good that would be pretty great but i just think of that as like so if my dad who's paul like suddenly wanted to change his name to be caden or <laughs> mason or something cutesy that's happened recently yeah I mean, macy mason at least could have been I don't think anyone was named Mason, though, for... It's been a while. It might have been in the, like, early 19th century. Like, there might have been some Masons. Sure. But it's not... It's not, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. one of those where now... Caden, now Caden's you're a good a one. Person, but Caden, yeah. Yeah. My dad wanted to be called Caden. Oh, boy. Um, my 69-year-old, my bald, PhD math father, <laughs> with a slight hunchback. With a slight hunchback. You know, he's, he's lost some weight, and his, his belly is... It's like it's it's well, like not the belly it's the computer yeah it's a computer. well he's working on it though that's so great he, yeah good for him mm -hmm. um anyway so yeah who's more non-binary and or who's more masked i mean can someone be more non-binary than the other i mean that's that's why the question is wrong but, correct but but i also think you can so you're more androgynous yeah um i think what is non-binary? That's a great... Because if you're outside of the binary... And it can, because some people, when they say non-binary, really mean, like, they're both, like, they're fluid or they're pan-gender or whatever. But some people mean they're really outside the binary. Um, but and, and I feel both. That's why I say demi-gender or demi-binary, because I'm like, well, sometimes I feel very much like... I'll have like man or woman moments or self-conceptions yeah. or stories. Other times I feel like gender is so unreal. And when I meditate on like who I am, it's just like the oneness that has no gender. Sure. And sure, sure, sure. also a lot of times just in my life, just in general, I just look down and I'm like, I, this isn't a gender. Yeah. This isn't on the spectrum. Who's that Indian God with all the hands? Is that Ganesh? Yeah, I think so. That's what I think about non-binary. Yeah. Like all those arms, it's all just like different little. Yeah. What are you, which arm are you today? I really, what non-binary is, is two spirit. Yeah. So that's, and it's a better way. Of, I know. It's a better it's, way of thinking about it. It's like you're both kind of, or not, it's kind of both neither and fluid and whatever, but it's like, you're just a little bit 
you're you're encompassing i don't some of the people who are like i'm completely genderless i age gender or whatever and it's like yeah i mean that's another way some of this is just also the way you can tell the story right but if the culture had a sort of strong sense you know, before when we were just like everyone's a man or a woman then it led to too many all these people have all these feelings and stories for themselves that they're trying to grasp around and get mm -hmm. but if the culture just taught us all hey some people are boys some people are girls and some people are two spirits then then the, well i think most people would just be like oh great of course you know eventually you figure out oh i'm one of the two spirits great mm -hmm. great, great. Mm -hmm. instead of it being like let me figure out like the exact astrological enneagram a myers-briggs sex and the city character person that i am <laughs> you know harry potter harry well, not harry potter house anymore oh, right, right, right. <laughs> that part's just <laughs> but that's funny you know people the queers still love to talk about and for some of them they're really hurting themselves like because they're so mad at jk that they but they want oh. desperately to tell us that they're hufflepuffs and stuff right like it's like can you was like fuck jkr forever but i am a hufflepuff so <laughs> <laughs> i mean whatever yeah. i mean yeah um so what i would say is you're more androgynous mm -hmm. i would say that ray is represents the binary more succinctly than you do okay interesting your gender i would say is like up for debate a little wordy <laughs> yeah a little wordy <laughs> just, um, like yeah theirs is more i see there there are clear femme days and clear mass days mm. right you don't have that so much Conscious of that, it, it does just yes. railing into that. Like, ooh, if we're yes. feeling kind of masked, like let's just be masked today, or whatever. Yes, that's interesting. How does that work? Different clothes, Different clothes yeah. uh, things like makeup, cologne. Oh, right, you could choose to be like girl mode or boy mode. Yeah, right. Yeah, so really like dressing the gender that you feel that day, kind of thing. You know, which <laughs> like, is a little more like bi gender. Than yeah, non-binary. Yeah, gender. I was gonna say that's more binary because for me, I'm like that. Like, almost gives me like one of those little like tripped out like headache moments. You know, like uh, like an Escher drawing kind of moment of like sure that where feeling of like what gender I feel that day. Yeah, I'm just well, Ariel I mean, that's every why, day. That's why it's so like hard. I think, I think it's just really is hard. Like yeah. for I was talking about boob havers. Um, if boob havers want to truly be non-binary or, or gender fluid, you can't really do that in our society. Yeah, you'd be seen that way. Yeah. Uh-huh. You're going to get sheed and heard no matter what you do. Well, but that's the other thing is to me, pronouns don't equal gender. And I just like, and you know, I grew up in a way where pronouns just equal genitals and that's what we all, but right. I always knew some people were gendery. Sure. You know what I mean? Like we all knew that we all still... I mean, some of us are more aware than others because, of course, people are always trying to put me into the pearls and the makeup and the clothes. But those of us who got it, and usually gays and like, queers. It's like how lesbians always call each other assholes and gay men always call each other bitches. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, we were already we doing, were doing all, all kinds all the of gender, gender stuff. stuff. Yeah. We all knew that some of us were butch and femme or both right. or right. neither. And some of us, what you know, like did different things for a living and a different hobbies. And we all knew we were boy girls and girl boys and all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um and, you know, I'm, we're all learning more about ourselves and expanding more of our options and, like, a lot of that's good stuff. But still, mm -hmm. there's this kind of um, 
strange thing where I'm like, yeah, like tomboy was a gender. Yeah. Know? So that was a useful way. Sissy boy was also sissy gender. Sissy boy. And we need we needed a lot, do a lot of work making sissy boys more um, socially acceptable and brave. Right. And that's such a big thing. And there's been a lot of work on that. And like, and the penis people, whether they're men or not, like, um, have, but even the ones who are like male men, you know, are, have expanded. So many of them have expanded so much what they allow for themselves, much yeah. less what they allow for others. Yeah. And we needed that. And I, I, so grateful to like all kinds of trans and queer people for like taking a battering ram down to um, all of these rules and constrictors. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean the patriarchy is bullshit and it hurts men as much as it hurts women just in different ways. But we should be able to see that. Um, we should be able to see that, you know, wh- however people identify, whatever these pronouns, I'm just like, I don't, I don't personally feel, and, and, and again, I know this is some androgynous privilege, but I don't need to change my pronouns for people to see me as gendery, as different, mm-hmm. as somewhat masculine and non-binary or whatever. Sure. Um, and I know that because they ask me my pronouns all the time. <laughs> right. That's how I know I don't have to change them. Right. I'm already being recognized that way. Um, but I also recognize that yeah, that's not the case for everyone. And in fact, when I was with my trans boyfriend, um, I was getting served more than him. I was getting the thought of, especially in the gay boy clubs, people just accepted me as a gay boy a lot. Yeah. But, but if we were together, then they would assume we were lesbians. But if I was alone at the club, they'd be like, ooh, goody. And I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that, because he was 5'3". Right. Or 2, or whatever it was. Right. Ray is 5'2". Yeah. And so. you just... Yeah. Even though his body looked more, I mean, he'd been on testosterone for months, you know what I mean? He had muscles and mm-hmm. like when we had tiny, like a, just more peck like chest very much, but and would wear a binder and right. I'm like well, unbuttoning. I'm just wearing like, but, um, mm-hmm. at the time I was still wearing a sports bra. Ooh, that's a fun thing to talk about though, too, is that this is always so interesting. You know, you're beating yourself up about, um, that you probably shouldn't have mentioned the testosterone issue in the, like the, the coming out conversation. But it's just really interesting to me because when you and I were together for like over the course of three and a half years, you um, like I did I experiment with my gender and expression. You were very encouraging. It was your idea, as I recall, for me to like throw it. I still had like bras. Yeah. Um, and so then you were like, what if you just switch to sports bras um, all the time? And then like that was a very it was very helpful. And you were you were very like uh open and encouraging and um supportive it, to the point of you know suggesting things like that and it gave me the freedom until like to, to and one one day i realized like oh i felt better sexually wearing a button-up shirt the whole time mm-hmm. than i do like taking off my shirt um sure and you gave me all that room for that and that exploration and um so you know it's not like you're and, and you're consciously attracted to non-conforming people. So, like, it's not like you're kind of just being like, I don't want, I'm worried about this trans shit. You know what I mean? You're just like, no, but specifically the hormones right. are, a, are, a, are a different thing. Right. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, and then what's interesting now is that after I, after you, my next, like, significant relationship was with Loverboy. And he... Um, then I, you know, was experimenting with 
I would even, you know, wear the sports bras to sleep. I would try the binder. I like went down that path a lot of, and, and went down the path of like identifying more um, consciously and socially as like, yeah, maybe I'm kind of a boy or kind of a gay boy or kind of a, like there's, you know, like really, really exploring all of that. Yeah. But then after we broke up and I met um, Casey, she just didn't wear bras. And then I, you know, she was kind of apt and she was supportive, you know, didn't say any, you know, like let me wear the sports bras to bed and do whatever. And was sure. very chill about it. But then I was kind of like, Oh, like, cause I was also reading some books about how bras and especially sports bras and stuff can give you like cancer or make your boobs droopier. And like, so if you want the muscles to be stronger than just like not wearing bras. So, mm-hmm. so I was like, what if I just didn't wear bras? And she's like, I think you would like that. I think that would be great. You could try that, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, but it felt very weird for like the first day or two to just go into work and whatever. It's like, it feels one, almost like, uh, like a little naked, a little scandalous to me. Sure. It felt, you know, when someone sees my hard nipples, but I'd w- been watching hers and realized like her little, she's got bigger boobs than mine. And here she is just, and who cares? People love it when they see your nipples, you we know? See, I mean, uh, you know, pe- penis Pe- men have, are allowed have- to go shirtless. Yeah. Tits out all the we time. We see their tits all the time. And a lot of them have ugly, and their gross, nipples. hairy tits. And, and nipples, no one wants to see their five hairs growing out of each of their nipples. And, you know, like in different ways. Some way. people do. Some people do fine. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like they're doing that. And yet, and we're not going to show them through cloth. Or, but, you know, well, I was kind of like. Women are shaming. Women are shaming. Yeah. Uh, breast towers. Well, you know, that's that's a women. Yeah, women on women. Women shaming women thing. Prime. Well, and there's some religious people, but yeah. I think it originally sure. came from the religious men, and then now we do it to each other. Oh, sure. always tends to happen with these mm-hmm. kinds of marginalized groups and oppressed groups. But, um, <laughs> so, so I just took off my bra, because, you know, then I'm like, well, because then if we both don't wear bras, then we could smush our boobs together every time we hug. That's nice. And, <laughs> sure. And then uh, I... You know, I just, I, I mean, especially with these tank tops I'm wearing, there's always like side boob and whatever. And it was kind of a vulnerable thing. But then once I just went out into the world, I was like, this is the most freeing actually thing. Like I don't, it's an extra step every day. And that doesn't seem like that big of a deal, but it is if you really don't like wearing bras and if you, you know, right. it's uncomfortable, you get them over your head or you're clasping and that's a gender thing for you, whatever. But mm-hmm. just taking it off was so liberating. And like, I love now like it's so great to just unbutton the buttons and let people see and it's it's very androgynous and right um yeah so so that's another thing i would want to suggest to people like it might feel like you really really want to wear tight fitting squirt stuff but you could also see how masculine if you will it feels to walk out of the house with just a t-shirt on you know but again it's small boot privilege right exactly exactly no big boot people can't do that but not everybody but there are people with small boobs who haven't tried it yet. Obviously, of course, I was there. Of course. So, just for those people. <laughs> oh, Casey's putting bird seed in the bird feeder she yes. last time. Yeah. Um. Okay. Did well, thank you for saying those things. That I was supportive and everything. Oh, That's yeah. nice of you to say yeah, that. Well, thanks for being supportive. Yeah. Um. Couldn't have gone on this journey without you. And I th- and as much as I like have come around to not wearing bras, I still think it was an important step. I needed to go as far as I, I needed to go farther, you know, step by step into masculinity, masculine presentation to figure out how far I wanted to go. Sure. That's why like the, uh, the comparison question between the two of you isn't Mm -hmm. like fair because Mm -hmm. you're further in that journey. Mm -hmm. So, 
But again, it was supposed to be a funny question. But you're their you're their elder. I'm their elder. <laughs> um, do you think because it's like masculinity and femininity too are such weird and loaded and confusing questions? Where like yeah. what even is actually masculine and feminine? And it, right. and we mean the meaning different things by those words. I think different times we use them. Yes. So even then, when I say like who's more masculine, me or Ray, it's like I assume just kind of like well, in what way, you know? And yeah. There's not a not an answer. Way. Yeah. But I am more androgynous, and that's one of those things. Like it's such a good point where the society sees my masculinity because of my androgyny. Yeah, and you meant you mentioned that about your pronouns. Like you don't have to exact your pronouns in the same way mm-hmm. because your gender isn't always assumed. Right. Right? So for someone whose gender is assumed, taking that step does at least put a little, like, something on their shoulder that says, I'm I'm a little different than this cisgender that you assume I am. So at least, like, acknowledge that, perhaps. You know. My thing is, too, it's like, I just wish that even when when we said he or she... We didn't put that much weight, and when people have big boobs or not, we didn't put that much weight on it. Right. If we could get to that point, then we really wouldn't need because people want to change their minds and bodies and names and pronouns and everything, partly because they want to really show other people as well as themselves that side of them. I mean, and mm-hmm. to enhance that side. Mm-hmm. Of them. But but if if society, if you, if you just are a man or a woman or a non-binary or whatever, then it would be better if we could all just see that right? and not assume that's why I'm like genitals don't equal gender pronouns don't have to equal gender. Like for sure we can, cause a lot of people don't know what, what they are yet, you know, or they're, or they're changing all the time, whatever. So, um, if we could just get to a point where we stopped assuming what being a man meant or being, having what, uh, what having a penis meant, like either way, we shouldn't base everything off of what genitals people have. But we also shouldn't base everything off what gender they say they are like, sure every there's expect surprises ex- from everyone you know let's just not assume you know what right like if, if there was a way to say like what's going on here yeah <laughs> just in a really open yeah. like tell me about yourself tell me whatever you what want are you <laughs> yeah what are you <laughs> what kind of pattern stuff are you yeah where does your what's god doing with you with you yeah yeah with the you experience mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't add that to the letters. <laughs> Please. <laughs> um, did, oh, let me see. So we, we already kind of did this one. Oh, you said that they, they are interested in getting rid of their boobs. What if, what if, have they ever considered just like getting a reduction so that they could just yes. have? Yeah. So how's, how's that conversation? Is that still on the table? For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a vagina and, uh, so there's an interest in having birthing children. Yeah. Um, and can you, can you have a boob job where you still could breastfeed? Should I say anatomical vagina? Because, you An know, OG, trans women, OG vag? like you were born with congenital a vagina. vagina, congenital vagina. Uh-huh. All right. Okay. Congenital genitals. Congenital. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> New podcast. Um, <laughs> What was I saying? That they oh, the boob job. Or they have a uterus. Uterus. That's what I should say. Yeah, they have a uterus that they would like to use for a child, mm-hmm. and so getting a reduction is possible 
um, and still being able to breastfeed. Yeah, so that's an interesting one. Because I would say that for everyone. Like, if we're going to be body modifying, that's another thing I really want on the table so that not everyone goes so all or nothing, so binary about whether they're getting top surgery or not. Sure. Um, because if the real problem might just be that they're too big. Um, and if you maybe want to run or you maybe, and uh -huh. you're like, you know, right. we have the technology now, or I'm sure I don't want to have kids, but whatever. But even then, like we have the technology now to be like, well, we should, and, and, and as a society, we should support people go fund me wise. If it's, we shouldn't just only do it. You have to be trans to get your top surgery. Like if someone yeah. really, really, really wants to change their boobs, like how is that any less important? Like if they're like, I want smaller boobs, I still One want to breastfeed. Ex-girlfriends ended up having three breast reductions. Mm -hmm. Her boobs were so big. Yeah, back pain. She's a, a cis, fem, cis woman mm -hmm. um, living a heterosexual life even, but mm -hmm. wanted to have smaller boobs. Had like H, double H or yeah. something insane. Uh, you know, and it's like, that is untenable. You right. have back pain. You Right. You can't run. Your bras cost like 300 fucking dollars. Right. Like, yeah, it's like cheaper know. in the long run to get the surgery. Seriously, like, you know. Uh, and just like quality of life, if yeah. you don't feel good, right. it's just like if you have tiny boobs and you want to have boobs, right. no you one's... Should be able to get them. And that's what I think, if we're going to be doing this GoFundMe thing for people, where like we're all helping as a community to pay for each other's body modification, I think that we need to make some space for... Some people, you should be able to get them a little bit smaller, especially, for sure. or even a little bit bigger, if you know, whatever, like you wouldn't regard your trans woman that it's, this is about people wanting to feel good in their bodies, wanting to feel yeah. like they can live the life they want and be seen that they want to be seen. But you it's just as legitimate to say, I have ease or whatever, and I would like to have bees as it is to say, I have ease and I want to have a male pattern chest. Again, if people show non-binary why are we just chopping boobs off and why are no non-binary penis people adding them on that is exactly what i was thinking earlier yeah or why isn't Jimmy lovato giving one of their boobs to sam smith <laughs> what are they both non-binary now yeah oh goodness i had no idea wouldn't that be funny that's how you identify your gender is one boob and one not i mean the amazon women used to do that though they would totally. chop off like the right one or whichever because it made it better yeah. for their archery i mean it kind of it's cool and if you get breast cancer in one and you're able to keep the other like it's, it's pretty like that's so much better to me than yeah if my loved ones lost right we don't boobs. begrudge those who come up with the gene chop their boobs off you and shouldn't get... have to be trans or have cancer to to be like if to have the top surgery that if we're doing that where we're making helping in everyone live the life that they want to live right then yeah that should be just as legitimate and that's just something where i'm like that because otherwise you know i feel just a real sense of resentment toward people who are asking for all this money when I'm incapable of asking for help. <laughs> I'm like, how you, the balls on you people, you must be on binary shit. Pay for my boob job. I know. Like, God, how did you get that confidence? You really are half man or something. <laughs> <laughs> I've like started and stopped making GoFundMe's multiple times. You're like, well, I just want to freeze my eggs so I could have a baby. Uh, I know, or, right? Or like, guys, like a lot of you have gone to so many of my shows or listen to my podcast for free and never like, could you maybe just chip in a couple of dollars so that I could like have some time to whatever, you know, and instead I've just done all this shit to my own life, which like to try to get it to where it, but like, I wanted to ask for help and I don't. So it's like, sometimes I just look at these people and I'm like, man, people are just giving you $28,000. Maybe, but they probably would give me money if I, yeah, they would, but I, you know, yeah, they totally would. Yeah. I'm saving it. Um, has, did y'all's sexual dynamic change at all after they came out to you as non-binary? 
Yes. Yeah. Um, there was, I think that um, being able to be open about that kind of led into an openness about how gender can manifest in bed as well. Mm -hmm. And so um, playing around with some some of the more like traditional dom sub stuff um and and re really just confidence wise you know i think that when you start like speaking your truth it gives you this like boost of well i can speak my truth about some other stuff mm -hmm. you know um so yeah absolutely yeah. For, for the good so which one are you spanking the other now well, you know, even though I identify as cis, I have my... <laughs> you got your boy mode? My boy mode, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like, who's in boy mode that day? Yeah. You know? Is that something that, like, is that wording that you... Which what I mean before? is top mode. I don't mean boy mode, really. Yeah, that's, it's a confusing thing. That's like something, I keep trying to make a joke in my stand-up about it, but I'm like, gender identity, I haven't figured that out. I don't even know if I'm a top or a bottom yet. <laughs> right? <laughs> you love it. But I'm like, it's like, how do I feel that it day? It is. I'm like, I don't, yeah, but it's also, it's so confusing and they're so multifaceted. It depends on who I'm with. You know yeah. what I mean? I feel the same way about top or bottom as I do about gender. Like, depends on the situation. You say you have to be? Yeah, real bad. Do you want to go inside or do you want to be in the woods? I don't care. Okay. Here we go. Let me get some more water. Anyway. I'll just go around the corner here. Hey pals, Ariel here, and if you ever want to sponsor this podcast, your ad could go here. Otherwise, I just get to do ads for myself, although I do want to send a shout out to someone who sent me money on Venmo, and I think it was for this podcast. She just said, thanks for distracting me at work with your excellent podcast, so I guess she also could have been talking about my other podcast, Gender Fluids. Anyway, um, you can always send me money directly if you want to support what I do in life at Gay Ariel on Venmo. G-A-Y, obviously, A-R-I-E-L-L-E -L -L -E is me. Um, so, yeah, you can also go to patreon.com slash WQO, though, to not only support this podcast monetarily, but also to get bonus episodes. There is a bonus episode of this conversation with Katie on there that no one else will get to hear. It is uh, – <laughs> I did specifically cut it out for, patron, for Patreon because I don't want everyone to hear it. I like the paywall thing. keeps me a little safer. Um, yeah, so patreon.com slash WQO or gay Ariel on Venmo. Also just follow me on Instagram at Ellen DeGenderless if you're not already. And you can follow wrong questions only on, uh, Instagram as well. I don't use it much, but I plan to start. Oh, my battery's dying. So I'm going to cut this off short. Anyway, I'm not going to say anything at the end of this episode, but I do just want to remind you to, you know, rate, review, subscribe, and, or just tell a cool friend about this podcast who you think would like it. And if you have feedback for me, just hit me up on Instagram or at ellendegenderless at gmail.com. Okay, I plugged my computer in because I have two more things to say. One is that I would tell you the name of the person who Venmoed me, but I have to get consent first. But if you ever want to send me money and you want a shout out on the podcast, I'm more than happy to do that for now, at least until too many people start sending me money. Once we have that problem, I might not be able to get everyone a shout out. But for now, I could give you a shout out. I could even promote something of yours, unless I think what you're promoting is stupid. I'll take it on a case by case basis. Uh, the other thing I wanted to say is um, that I am going to be back in town next week doing shows. I had to cancel one show for my brother's funeral, but I'll be back Tuesday on uh, October 5th. I have a show at the Creek in the Cave. It's a gay show, Tuesdays at Creek. We can all go dancing afterwards if we want to. 
at Tuesdays. Is that happening still in Austin? I don't even know what's back and what's not. And then this uh, Friday, I'll be in Houston at the Comedy Hub at 8 p.m. And then Saturday, October 9th, is my off-script show, which is like my other favorite thing in the world, which is a show where we do stand-up, but then you're allowed to heckle us. And in fact, it's encouraged, and we give out prizes to the funniest hecklers. You can go to falloutcomedy.com for tickets and get those now because the show does always sell out. Um, but it'd be fun to have some, some wrongsters in the audience. Okay, I think that's everything I needed to say. Sorry about the laundry in the background. Sorry, not sorry. Maybe it's giving you ASMR for all I know. Okay, enjoy the rest of the combo. Bye. Okay. So did we finish that? Oh, sexually, yeah. Do you have anything else to say about y'all's sexual dynamic? You don't have to. No, I don't think so. Um, Our sexuality is non-binary. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Top, bottom. Is any gay person's not, though? It's kind of weird. If you're in a gay relationship and it's like, what is it? Like a, you know, traditional gender roles or, and one of, one of you is like, on the man. You know, you can see like those old school lesbians where it's like one's like, well, sure. I'm a man and she's a woman. You know, it's like. Sure. Okay. Interesting. That's hot. We're bringing toxic masculinity and patriarchy into lesbian relationships. Kinky. Love it. Yeah. I mean, yes. Uh, also, I think anymore, straights are kind of fluid too. Mm-hmm. I would hope so. Like straight women peg straight dudes yeah, all the time. Like that, but there's an energy, to, even no matter who's on top or bottom or sideways or anything, there's an energy to like when you're doing stuff to someone else. It's not like women, you know, when women are blowing men, a lot of that is not like sometimes they're being sub, but sometimes they're being very dumb. Most of the time it's dumb. Yeah. That's, that's called being a power bottom. And right, being a power bottom or being yeah. a service top or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not like most men are, it's not, it's not all like Christian sex anymore, so. Right. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, what does. But I mean, thank God for the Christians. It's, they gave us all kinds of kinky sex issues, so that's fine sure, to work true. out, I guess. Uh-huh. We can enjoy um, the spanking. What does being a woman mean to you? Oh, boy. Really? Being a woman? Okay. Well, you can say pass. <laughs> that's just so, like... <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Wow, that is a really hard question. Yeah. I haven't haven't spent a lot of time pondering this question, actually. I I have pondered whether I should be proud to be a woman, Hmm. um, which I've decided I am, whether I should be or not. That's fair. Uh, To be a woman... I don't think there is an answer to that. Fair enough. Because it whether it's the words that come to mind, I can immediately knock down, you know, Uh, nurturing, motherly, kind, hardworking, resilient, Mm -hmm. maybe resilient, but not all of them. Yeah. There's not a thing. Well, it's kind of like, I don't know, Wittgenstein's thing about what's a game and you go through all these kind of, um, examples of games okay. and then you go what is it that they all have in common and it's very hard to like find like one concise rule that would define all of them mm-hmm. um, you can almost always or always I don't know if anyone's ever come up with 
a counter, you know, or you know, any counter, or just can anyone come has ever come up with a unified theory of what a game is, you know, that that all games count for? Because you can usually just then go, well, They're what fun. about golf or what about you know, yeah, but other things that are fun that aren't games, you know, sex oh. is fun, but is that a game sometimes? Right, sure. <laughs> you know. So, sure. so it's hard to find, but it's one of those things where it's like, it's more like a cluster and different things. People now mean different things by woman and et cetera. And they always have, you know, right. so it's like more of like a cluster of meaning than it really is something, something that you could just give like one definition to, but there is still something we know. We, you know, like a, a game is a valid concept, but not everyone agrees about some people don't think that, um, that, uh, well, just like with like the word sport, you know, some people don't think that cheerleading is a sport, or some sure. people don't think that um, pool is a sport, or whatever. But some people do, and so there's always right. that with language. It's like where I you feel don't like call. I have a gut instinct about it, but I couldn't, I couldn't really tell you. Right. It's almost like an attitude or something. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's partly because I don't know the, the hormone patterns are part of like what your underlying psychology about this is like all the, your neuronal connections about womanhood. Uh-huh. Uh, a lot of that is imprinted on basic like uh, hormonal s- dynamics and rhythms. Okay. Um, that, mm. yeah, that, you know, and not only that, but just like your, all your images are, uh, of every woman you've ever met, you know, are part of like stored in there. And, and again, the fat distribution right. and then everything, like so much of it is, but then so much of it is from when we all just met female adult and now it's expanded. So now there's right. new things being imprinted on your mind around that language. Cause yeah. like I can say, I love women, uh-huh. but I don't really know what that means. Right. Cause the women, I don't love come, all women. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Right. All and it's not even about their awesome. femininity necessarily. Right. 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 But there is. That you particularly like uh, some of the less feminine or not always feminine. Right. Women. But yeah. then there are other things like the hyper feminine things that women do that I appreciate that some women do. Yeah. And I love that too. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, that's very interesting. So, what do you think gender is? gender it's also not fair because different people use it different ways at different times so sure it's another one of those words I mean it's a way to create division of labor (laughs) (laughs) Uh, feeling like a woman it doesn't mean anything to me like I'm not proud of my gender or anything, because I can only really proud of being a woman. Or like you said right, I'm proud of being a woman, but not your but gender. But is that is right? So more like you're proud of being female. Perhaps yes, yes. Yeah, I'm proud of I'm, how I navigate the female experience. There you go. Let's say yeah, that. yeah. I think that's probably. Because that, that kind of with that resilient thing that I was mm-hmm. talking about. Yeah. Um, gender doesn't mean anything to me. Like it's. But at the same time, we know that like different people have different temperaments, if nothing else, toward what they wear or how they are seen or toward um, how they act in bed or whatever. And so it's like, it's not that it's not real. Like we do have these temperaments that, that seem to be Certainly. either genetic or like pretty hard pretty early on hardwired into some 
uh, at least some path, some direction, even if there's all kinds of still room for where you might wind yeah. up. Um, Let me ask, are there any that you're aware of, any societies where, let's say it's a female, uh, excuse me, a feminine gender, mm-hmm. um, but that gender displays masculine behavior and vice versa? So are you saying like a tomboy gender or... Um, yeah, like in the, in the tribes that I've heard of, or, you know, like hunter gatherer peoples or, um, ones who are living in a more, like, you know, when you hear about these ones where they haven't really been westernized, Mm -hmm. um, what tends to happen is that there, it's either, it's usually like there's men and there's women, and then there's so often some kind of third gender, but that's just penis people who are kind of accepted as women to some extent or another, or in women's roles or to, to date and have sex with men or to whatever. Okay. Um, sometimes there's, there's just a third gender. That's like a two spirit kind of thing. Sometimes there's five uh-huh. where you have men, women, and then you have boy, girls and girl boys. And then you have the kind of two spirit shaman Got fifth it. gender people. Okay. Um, there's almost never, just four like uh-huh um there's very uh-huh. rarely interesting or at least not as recorded it could just be that a lot of men or just people with their paradigms are like not seeing a dynamic because it's related to women and they're focused on the men or they're focused on the penis people and it's related to giant people i don't know um just like we just started studying the vagina like 20 years ago sure um so the anthropologists might okay. have like noticed the men or women gender, but not noticed <laughs> some women are being men. They just didn't. And also because the men who are being women, um, still have an Adam's apple and things where you can, you know, they're not getting surgery. So they you can still tell where some of the women being men, like I could see anthropologists having no idea. Mulan. Mulan. Yeah. And they're the just Mulan's like, you the... can pass easier sure. f- f- vagina to man. And, and so if they're wearing a hat and their robes, yeah. they never even noticed it. Like, some of the some of the dudes are chicks. Some of the monks are <laughs> some of the monks, the monks, have the monks are small boobs or whatever. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay. But but yeah. So there's even though in our culture we did have this like tomboy gender mm-hmm. um, in a in a less overt way, but and we didn't really have room for the sissy boys. Right. Um, so it's an interesting thing. Or we had a weird reversal of what we seem to be seeing in other cultures where they have the fafa fiend or the this, that, or the other, where the, the men, li- but, but I know there's some cultures where, you know, the men slice their thighs once a month with the women to simulate periods and they pick the berries and, and marry the men. And then there's some women who uh, go hunting and marry women. And, and then I, I think in every culture I've ever heard of where they have those four options, yeah, they also have some kind of two spirit shaman shit going on. There's just like a fifth gender. How interesting. Like, kind of what you're saying is we're not special no of course but that's what yeah of course like we're all this gender I, I stuff, like it human nature is yeah i love it it's, I, we're very slow to evolve there are differences yeah. like like gross we can, differences between ethnicities or whatever sure. but like we're mostly the same people it's just we're focused like we're working so hard to like come up with the right words the mm-hmm. right all this kind of stuff and it's like oh but we've been doing this all along yeah so your initial question was what is gender yeah what do you think gender is or how do you how do you think we should use that word or, you know, I don't see a lot of benefit in using the word. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I, 
I think that it does more harm than good, mm-hmm. generally speaking. Um, but because we do use it, um, you know, my hope is that our next generation coming up will try to implement some of these things that we've learned to be fluid, not to beat the shit out of some boy if he wants to wear a dress, you know? Um, yeah, that's all I, I hope for. I like that. And I would sort of almost snuck this in for your first one, but what's a wrong question you have for someone else? It might be one that I'll literally ask another person, you know, like, okay, I have a good one. Okay, great. Trans women. Mm-hmm. When they reach like 55 ish, 50 mm-hmm. to 60 years old, do you think they're going to feign menopause. hot flashes and things of that nature? Menopause, yeah. I wonder if. Like, if to, to enjoy the or experience the full female experience, will that be part of it? Um, well, what I'm wondering is if they do that. Because you could choose, right? Now we all have these hormones. So then is there, because you've taken enough estrogen and testosterone blockers and stuff, do you wind up, does your, the way your body winds up changing, do you wind up having some menopause that already, or do you, does your doctor change your hormone levels to create menopause? Because when trans men start taking um, testosterone, they, uh, it, and estrogen blockers, whatever, like, but some people just take testosterone, it, you go through your own kind of menopause and then start your teenage boy or it kind of is happening at the same time. But there is, so this is all, I think it depends. And even, you know, many like cis women, uh, they will take hormones to mitigate delay or delay or whatever their menopause. So everyone's kind of choosing and tweaking that anyway. Like I'm, so. what I'm curious about is let's say someone is 21 right now mm-hmm. and they want to, and they're a trans woman when they're, 61. Yeah. And they realize, let's say they do go through menopause Mm -hmm. and they realize that they have no sex drive and a drive, a dry vagina. Yeah. Um, and hot flashes or whatever. Yeah. Will they then take estrogen to combat menopause? To combat it or, or, wait, or, or testosterone or, or testosterone. That's what I mean. Right. Like, would they, cause, would cause they take women it? women take testosterone. Right. To, yeah. Or, or, Probably. or just forego estrogen altogether and yeah. say, well, I'll still live as a woman, but I'll just I don't let, want to deal with this shit. Yeah, I'll just let my other hormones come in, too. Was that you could just stop taking hormones in order to get because it? Because you can still, like, use your penis at 80, your yeah. vagina. You can still use your vagina, but it's yeah, not, like... use a lot of lube. Um, well, and... So, you know, as, <laughs> as cis women age, you know, and our hormones change, we wind up getting more facial and body hair and things like that. So, right. to some extent, it could just be more, like, also, like, they can just take less estrogen blocker or like le- or, or less estrogen or more or less or is it more estrogen or less testosterone block yeah mm-hmm. whatever um they could i guess that would be like, just taking less testosterone blocker would be what they right. would do but they don't have to like stop taking it at all like they might just choose to sure but yeah know, these are the interesting questions it just would be funny like if they ultimately in their old in yeah. their golden years they decide to like lean into their like penis privilege 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. And it might be healthier for the bodies, honestly. I mean, or it might be a real shock right. to the system and it may, it might, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if we even have real longitudinal. We don't have data. Information on like what any of the consequences for any of this would be. So it's going to be a lot of generations of guinea pigs to see what's worth what uh-huh. for how we do all, all of this. But I mean, like when I asked Ava, um, my co-host of gender, my gender fluids podcast for listener, um, when I asked Ava, like whether if when she like if she gets a vagina if, she, if they could like install it with like periods and stuff would she do that and mm-hmm. she's like fuck no I don't want to do that shit and I'm like oh okay so you want to be a woman no strings attached <laughs> got it <laughs> that's what I'm saying like yeah. no periods no menopause well some people are getting uh, trans women vaginas where they only get one set of labia why? Because it's just too busy, I guess. I don't know. It's just you just want to clean it up a bit. <gasps> oh, some people are getting three sets of labia, so don't worry. There's you know, there's, there's also people who <laughs> go harder. <laughs> like on a stage, yeah, the stage, the red curtains, velvet curtains yeah. that they get caught yeah. up in. That's what they want. Uh-huh. It just takes all kinds. For their partner, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was a good question, though. I don't even think I thought about that. Yeah, you know, what are people doing about menopause? Because there's some trans women who it's, for whom it's really important, like that they're like, we do have periods. I bleed sometimes. Sure. Some whole, I don't know. <laughs> you know, right. Some people have healthier blood situations than others, I think. But uh, I even yeah. have stories. But like, I, I wonder what it is. I mean, in relation to your question about what is a woman, what's being a woman mean? Does that mean these physiological things to the, to all trans women? Of some course, there are women? some like vagina people, XX people, you know, people with the gametes that tend toward creating ova who mm-hmm. don't have um, periods or who sure. don't have whatever, the whatever, whatever. But we would still um, call them women if that's how they identify and, and whatever, you know. But so it's it's again, it's that Wittgenstein thing. It's like there's a cluster of all kinds of meaning, and to what extent do you want to participate in the common women experiences? And you could say that to trans women, like you know, so hey, it's not fair. You better have um, uh, periods with us, or if you can, or you better have you know um, pen- menopause with us if you can. You think you'd be into menopause, never mind. But but, <laughs> but like I opt out of all kinds of parts of like sure, like I don't spend money on makeup, I, and I don't fuck men. You know what I mean? Sure. Like if, if that's. You know, so there's all kinds of things that those aren't inherent. Nothing, I, like, is anything, I think at this point we've deconstructed deconstruct the idea that anything is inherent to the experience of the way that we're using the word woman. If Correct. you don't just mean person with female gamete, gametes or whatever, you know, then, then right. uh, otherwise, then there's nothing, but there's kind of like generally, we can still use the word, but it's almost like, it's always poetry at this point. Absolutely. That's exactly it. Okay, great. We solved it. Thanks, Katie. (laughs) Right at two hours. Beautiful.